Port Leeds tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. Can't you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, with a higher BAC than your ABV, Greg, Scott, and Dan. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Unfiltered Gentleman. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for drinking along with us. I am Greg. Over there is Tidy Amplitude Scott. Le Prestant. And the one and only Joe Swanson. <laughs> Yo, Peter, uh, why don't you kick me down with another Pawtucket pat there? <laughs> Very nicely done. Thank how, you. How are those legs doing? <laughs> they're uh, they're there, Peter. They're there. Uh, it was nice of uh, the, the service to come up with a different name for Scott. Didn't have to do with megaphone or speaker or any of that stuff. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. yeah, so nice little change yeah. there. Uh, shout out to our top listening city of last week, which was Ontario, California. Wow. Heading out east there. Thanks, Ontario. But a very close second, uh, and thank you very much, Sydney, Australia. Wow. wow. Going to international there. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, nice. Sydney, for, for listening along and hanging yeah. out with us. Yeah, getting some love from down under. <laughs> whoa. 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 <laughs> I'm in Australia. Sorry, Sydney. Uh, don't forget to hashtag show us your beers when you're on the social medias and tag us in those posts too so we can see what you're drinking as well. Whatever podcast app you're on, we're on it. Make sure you rate and subscribe, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. We're on it. Subscribe to us. Uh, we got a lot to get to. We're all coming in hot with some tasty beers tonight, some crotch talk, a little sports talk, uh, some booze news to get to. Big cancellation in the world of beer happening. Oh, snaps. Yeah, so a lot to get to. So why don't we kick things off, and Dan's going to tell us uh, what he's drinking tonight. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I say, I think I'll have myself a beer. All right, so I'm drinking a stone Soaring Dragon Imperial IPA. Ooh. It's uh, on Untapped. It's a uh, 8% ABV, 38 IBUs, 3.92 on Untapped. From the brewery, it says uh, a few of our brewers took a side trip to the famous Tianshan Tea City Market to experience the legend themselves. They were blown away, inspired. They began experimenting back home, learning how well the delicate floral qualities of these teas worked in combination with certain hop varieties. This imperial IPA loaded with white tea is the result of that bountiful trip and the resulting experimentation. The amazing aromas and flavor profile of this beer are witness to the joy of experimentation and a testament to making time for side trips. Yeah, that's a pretty good message right there, dude. Making some side trips, you know, how many times you like you go, so, you, you're, you're gonna go somewhere and just off, you just like, hey, I'm gonna eat here, I'm gonna like somewhere right. you wouldn't even, it wasn't even part of your, your itinerary, and it just ended up being like a good idea. Sometimes you find the best beer or food or whatever by doing it that way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy. Exactly. So, um, here's to the Imperial IP. I'm drinking out of my uh Laker mug wow. over here. Oh, so, nice, yeah. So, I'm gonna give it a swiggy do. Oh man, right off the top. Let me just say, 
I'm looking at the the head. Yeah, you and are. you know what I like. Uh, I like <laughs> I like head. <laughs> I like when the head like it takes like a shape on top. You oh, know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I like yeah, that too. like I'm getting like a nice little like shape going on over here. It's, Some, it's, it's good it's stuff. A lot of good lacing going on as well. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm talking about right nice, there. So nice sheepy head there. I'm gonna give it a sippy do here. Yeah, dig into that thing. This is what Stone just sent out in their little promo pack last week, and so I've got two of these bad boys sitting in my fridge right now, but I've yet to take a sip of it so you uh you're having first crack here fuck that's good man yeah yeah i don't know how to describe it really i mean really good uh balance it's kind of got some malt flavor on the back end there and um oh man i don't know that it's just combine it with that head dude (laughs) how's the uh how's the tea work out in there you know, I, I think maybe that's what I'm tasting on the back end there. Like, you know, there's the malt, but yeah, you know, you're right. It, it, you kind of get it as like part of the aftertaste, yeah. I think, is a little bit of that tea. A little earthiness so, and the, the white tea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Interesting, because I'm not a huge tea fan, so I'll see mm. how uh, I feel Neither about am it. I. I got to co-sign that, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like that tea. Yeah. <laughs> but you like this. Oh, yeah. Nice. I dig it. All right. Uh, before we get to find out what the rest of us are drinking, let's do a little bit of crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Man, no grievances for me, I don't think. Uh, they're starting to open shit up out here. Breweries are starting to open up as long as they're serving food. You have to. I think it's like you have to have at least one food item per ticket in order to drink at the brewery. Otherwise, you can oh. only get it to go. I think that's how the rules are working right now. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys been to a brewery yet? It's been a few days. Not yet. Have not. Me neither. And I was raring to go too, but I know I figured like Thursday, I think it was when they first started <laughs> open. I was like, Dan's got to be there already. He probably took the day off work to show up. <laughs> no, not yet. Probably next week. I drove by one, but it's still not open yet. Oh, oh, is that the one in the <laughs> city you live in? Yeah, that one's gonna be a while. Yeah, worried about them. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately. We'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, I haven't either. I, I figured, you know what? The first weekend, it's going to be an absolute shit show because people are so yeah. excited to get back into it. It's like, I'll, I'll let this settle out for a week or two before I before I head in there. So, But uh, picked up some beers and, uh, in fact, had a little uh, secret hangout with some friends this weekend. It was the, uh, the Surf and Suds virtual beer festival. Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah. So uh, we, we split the Surf and Suds pack which was 12 beers, all kind of local to uh, where we are here in Ventura County. And uh, they did a little streaming thing. It was a couple hours long. They'd go from brewery to brewery, and the brewer or the rep would talk about it. Uh, Ennegrin was on there, and it was uh, John Bird and Chris Ennegrin, and they were pretty funny and decked out in their leader hosing and whatnot. <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty cool. They So basically, they'd tell you, like, all right, now we're going to try, you know, Idol Pills from Ennegrin, and let's go over there. And then there'd be a video with... John and Chris or whoever, like, hey, this is Idle Pills. Here's some tasting notes, and some were more fun than others. And then they'd go back to the host, uh, who's Andres, who's the organizer, and he'd talk for a minute. Then, all right, our next beer is this. And every, I don't know, 12 beers total, probably like every four or five beers, they'd have a little musical break so we could all catch up. (laughs) Luckily, we were sharing, though, because like pounding through 12 beers in a couple hours would have been a little bit rough. Some of those were... Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, some of those were like up in the 9 and 10%. So... Uh, mm. Overall, it was actually a really cool event. He did a good job of organizing it and putting it on. I mean, a couple of very minor technical glitches. 
Um, some of the beer selections, which I'm not faulting him for, I'm faulting the specific breweries, were like, really? This is what you wanted to showcase? But okay. But overall, it was fun, and we got some swag and some hot sauce and, like I said, lots of beer. And cool. we, we did it at our friend's house secretly because I don't mm. think you're allowed to have friends yet. Mm. Oh, um, thank God. Yeah, right? <laughs> Put the pressure on me here. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was, you know, it was, it was funny. I didn't realize, like, how bad I missed hanging out with people in real life until I went and hung out with people in real life. I was like, oh, fuck. I needed to just, like, sit down and talk to people and not see their grainy fucking Zoom face <laughs> and uh, just get hammered, which is what we did. We did the, the virtual beer fest, and then we just got shittered. It was great. <laughs> Just drank a lot of beer. So, uh, anyways, oh, that was fun. Had some pool time this weekend, which was uh, very nice and uh, very well needed. It was hot out here in SoCal region. Very, very nice pool weather. I wanted to know about that, how that was going with your pool, because, uh, you know, I, I, did you get the the hat ready and everything, too? Are the bowler hat? Go? Yeah. yeah, with your hot dog. and You know it. <laughs> no, you know what? I've, I've yet to set up my own kiddie pool. I've just been using other people's this oh weekend. okay okay Still oh man the, it was one of those things where i was like yeah this would be a great weekend to set it up three days because i don't want to just like set it up use it for two hours and then dump all that water that's true that's you know? true so like oh this would be great you know three days we'll set it up friday night and then like saturday <laughs> sunday monday we can float uh, float in quotes <laughs> it's a fucking kiddie pool <laughs> and then the, this little thing with our secret friends happened and so we didn't set it up and i was like well i don't want to set it up monday for like two hours of hanging around so i didn't do that yeah but, but it was well worth sense. getting a, getting a chance to see real people. It was, it was extremely nice and uh, just made us feel human again, I guess. So that was nice. Um, forgive me. I may have passed out briefly. Did we do the Burp Word of the Week? Oh, we may not have. Uh, I feel like we've done this a couple of times. The Burp Word of the Week is floating. Floating because of pool time. It just oh, makes wow. sense, you know. Because I was doing a it's lot right of floating in. and drinking this weekend. <laughs> That's good. Which was glorious. Just getting the pool beer after beer we had the beers like right next to the pools we just reach out grab another oh god driving was not happening <laughs> in fact at oh, one man. point i get a text from uh our friend Allie, and she's like what are you guys doing here traffic's not too uh bad why don't you come down to san diego i was like i don't think that's a good idea right about now <laughs> be arrested about halfway through the trip oh yeah if, if i made it that far so anyways what about you guys any uh any fun plans over the weekend? Any Rona stories? Anything going on? Uh, no. I was just going to comment really quick that, uh, really quick on the beer. You know what I should probably do on my reviews? I should probably have like a sip before I even start it. Only because, uh, I have like a, like kind of something I wanted to add to it was that, oh, yeah. um, you know, I think what makes it like have that good, like mouthfeel and everything now is like I'm really starting to taste the tea hmm. on it. Like, like as yeah, it warms like, up a little bit. Yeah, and it's almost like uh the like the carbonation there isn't a lot of it. And uh mm-hmm. yeah, and I was just thinking about that as I was sipping and kind of listening to your stories. I'm like, man, you know, I think that's what makes it so smooth is it's it's the tea. That makes sense. And it seems like a beer you'd want to have a lower amount of carbonation in. That's that's what's happening here. So, so there, there's there a better go. review for you. I had, you to, I had to improve that because I was earlier just it's good. <laughs> so there you go. I like IPA. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my uh, what I try to do whenever I'm doing a review, especially like when we're all in the studio together. Like as I hit that music, it's like time to sip real quick. Uh huh. Because I, yeah, I should have done that. I, I thought it would be better if I had like my first sip like right on the review, but mm. no, that totally didn't work out. I was not <laughs> prepared at all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What about you, Scott? Any uh, any any Rona action? 
Um, not really Rona action, but I did have an interesting encounter the other night at uh, one of my workplaces where I have to deal with the public. Uh-huh. Uh, Local pharmacy. Walk- yeah, correct. A gentleman walks in. He's probably in his 40s. Oh, he's uh, he old as dirt. Yeah, he says, uh, I need your help. And I, okay, what can I help you with? Zip. <laughs> Zip. Nope. <laughs> um, and he says, I lost my dad. And so I'm thinking, his dad died. So I right. said, gee, I'm really sorry, but how can I help? He goes, no, I lost my dad in Las Vegas. So did his dad die in Las Vegas? I said, I still don't understand what I have to do with it. Did and, you tell uh, him to check the roof of the hotel? Because that's usually where people end up. I think he's on top of Little Caesars. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I should have I thought about that. Uh, he says, no. He goes, I just need to find him. I lost him in Las Vegas, and now I can't find him. And I said, well, what do you want me to do? And he goes, well, can you help me find him? And I said, well, have you talked to the police? And he goes, no. I said, why don't you talk to the police? And he didn't say nothing. He just turned and walked back out. Oh, man. He, you sh- you should have well, said yes. That would have been like an epic movie right there. It'd been like, <laughs> hey, Hangover 4. Can you imagine? <laughs> that was like the last Scott? time we ever saw oh Scott. God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not this guy. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I have a feeling he might have been a, like a mass murderer or something because he's just kind of oh, weird wow. looking and acting weird. He's the Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> that, hey, how did you know his name? And we're the three best friends <laughs> that anyone could have. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So wow. yeah, he came back in a couple minutes later. He goes, "Do you have a Thomas guide?" And I said, "No, we don't sell Thomas guides anymore." <laughs> I said, "Do they okay, still make those?" <laughs> I don't even think they do. And he comes back in again. He's I. He picks up a, a thing of Mentos, puts them on the counter. So I'm going to get ready to charge him for him. And he says, "Actually, I don't need these. I just need your Wi-Fi." And I go, "Uh, we don't have a Wi-Fi." <laughs> so yeah, you do. You're you're a big store. You, I know you've got a Wi-Fi. I said, yeah, but it's not for the public, and you wouldn't be able to get on the internet with it anyway. Well, why not? And it just went back and forth for a few minutes. And finally, oh, he goes, well, where, can I, where can I get on a Wi-Fi? I'm like, I don't know, maybe a library or something? I don't know where to get on Wi-Fi. <laughs> look at me. Do I look smart? Right. And then the one, somebody else walked up, said something about Starbucks. Said, oh, where's Starbucks around here? Like, oh, I don't know. They're fucking so everywhere. Somebody else was God. able to guide him to where a Starbucks was, and- should have yeah. been like, sir, you're a retard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think I know why you, your dad took off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't lose him. He lost you. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. You may have found him a couple of times when he just took off again. Oh, Listen gosh. here, fat Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you get baby Carlos and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wow. Well, that must have been fun. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Who needs tells from Uber when you uh, work at a pharmacy with the public? Yeah, no, no kidding, kidding, man. We're yeah. getting like way better stories out of this. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I get more weirdos there than I did in Uber. Gonna no have to kidding. change the intro to that thing. <laughs> tells from retail. Yeah, God. <laughs> tells from the public. Mm. Followed by like a horror movie scream oh, or something. Yeah, because ah. yeah, they you do run into some weirdos. Yeah, jeez. All right, anything else before we uh, find out what Scott's drinking over there? Nope. All right, well, in that case, let's find out what Scott's drinking. I am drinking Wreck Alley Imperial Stout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, from Carl Strauss Brewing Company. Cool. It's a Russian Imperial 9% ABV, 50 IBUs. And thank God it's another short description because <laughs> I'm so good at reading. Uh, brewed with darkly... 
kilned malts, cocoa nibs, and I love those nibs. Oh, God. And Ethiopian coffee beans. Rec Alley boasts rich layers of dark chocolate, toffee, and espresso like roast. And that's pretty much what I'm tasting is good, like, coffee, chocolate type beverage. Yeah, that thing is, uh, it's thick. I've had a Rec Alley a number of times. It's delicious. And, yeah, I've uh, had it several times before. Yeah, it is thick. It's desserty. It's boozy. What is it like? Nine percent? You said? Uh, yes. Yeah, nine percent. Yeah, that's a good one. I I'm a fan of uh, of Carl Strauss and the things they're doing down there. A couple of San Diego beers from us this afternoon. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they've closed all locations during the Rona. Like they're not doing beer or food to go or anything. Wow. Them. Yeah, because they have a downtown LA location. I thought like, oh. I work down there sometimes. Maybe I'll pick up some Carl Strauss when I'm down there and it's like closed. I was like, oh, fuck. Wow. All right. Hope they're doing oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I was glad I was able to help them out. Yeah. There you go. Doing your part one bottle yeah. at a time. They should send me free beer for that. I think they should. Well, wait. That's the whole point is to give oh. them money. <laughs> yeah. That's Not quite. Never. Well, so, yeah. But uh, yeah, Carl Strauss, Breck Alley is a good one. If you're looking for a, a tasty dessert beer, I think that is definitely the way to go. Uh, all right, before I talk about what I'm drinking, uh, we've got some sports to attend to over here. Oh, shit. And now, the sports, brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore Chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. It is indeed. Uh, bare-knuckle fighting has offered Mike Tyson a $20 million contract. To come Holy fight. shit! Yeah, they they must have watched Ipmon three, dude, because uh, <laughs> he looked pretty badass going, you know, fisticuffs with fucking Don, Donnie. What was his name? Donnie Donnie N. Oh, okay. Oh man, dude. Yeah, he, he looked pretty badass punching the glass and shit. So they probably got some ideas. Well, in the same article, they were saying somebody was saying like, well, he hasn't agreed to it. Like somebody has seen him working out recently and looks like he's maybe training. And he looks quicker and faster, and he's like he looks like any twenty five year old boxer out there right now. Ooh, that's a bold yeah, statement. So, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, the dude's in, I think he's like fifty three or something like that. But uh, yeah, he's actually I think it's this weekend that the AEW is going to have their pay per view, and he is actually supposed to present the belt to the winner. So I think oh, maybe shit. it's some kind of a promo that he's going to be doing. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. This coming that's, weekend? I think it's this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been a little behind on my wrestling. Yeah, there's another hangover reference right there. You know, Mike still got it, dude. He knocked <laughs> out what he knocked out Fat Jesus. That's right, with the assist of Phil Collins. That's right. Do, 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 do. Uh, the NHL is just now starting to enter what they call phase two of their return. Uh, they are now allowing or about to allow players to come back and like work out in the arenas and that sort of thing. Okay. I, th- I think they said nothing over six people at a time or something like that. But good news, everybody. Hockey's coming back. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> something to look forward to. That's a start. It's a start. It, you know, not the best of starts, but it's a start. Let me ask you guys this. We, we're, you know, it's well documented how we all feel about hockey. Uh, if hockey was the only sport to be on, would you watch hockey Ooh. or something else? Okay, this is a good question, but I think you picked the wrong sport. Because, yeah, I think I would watch hockey if nothing else is on. I go to a bar, I'd probably watch some hockey. But, question I want to pose to you, would you watch WNBA basketball? <laughs> if it's the only sport to come back? That's right. If there's like four TVs on and there's four different games going <laughs> on, are you watching any of those games? If I'm at a bar... And those are the only games on. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Oh. Now, here's a caveat. If I'm at oh. home and I have a full lineup of channels to watch, <laughs> I think uh, the answer might be a little different. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm so craving for uh, live sports, I probably would watch hockey, mm-hmm. even at home. Yeah, so. I might. Now, my answer to both of those would be no and no. No and no. <laughs> Correct. As long as he's got uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood, Port Wanini, that's, that's whatever it's called. Anymore, <laughs> oh, it's not on anymore? No, but there's plenty of other wrestling shows. Oh, okay. I got those in Mystery Science Theater, so yeah. I'm good. Is it is it not on because they couldn't record during the Rona, or they go under? Like, what happened? No, they it shut down like before that. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, it, I mean, they still they're playing the reruns, but not no more new shows. Oh, well, I'm glad to see you're still with us after all that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't easy, but yeah. like I say, it's, I've got a bunch of other wrestling shows that. They kept me going. And WNBA has been prepping for the Rona for like decades, dude. They've been playing in front of like zero <laughs> attendance for like a long time. So, and you know, and here's the thing too. I'm not just hate mongering on women basketball players. There's this one chick on YouTube. She's really good. And uh, in addition to that, she's got a donk, but like she's really good at basketball on top mm-hmm. of that. Like I just clicked cause I saw the donk, but then like, I was like, Oh damn, she's got some skills. She's really good. So I have to figure out what her name is, <laughs> and uh, yeah, please give her give her a plug here. Yeah, uh, I, I know she needs it from us. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I think at one point, I mean, not at one point, at some point, they're gonna. God, this I don't don't mean to sound sexist, but like overall, the women basketball players are going to be just as good as the men. And then instead of having two separate leagues, how about just bring in from both sexes whoever's the best? Hey, you know, yeah. uh, here's here's the thing. Cheryl Miller could have played in oh, today's yeah. NBA. Oh yeah. my God, she'd be a fucking menace in today's NBA. Mm-hmm. She was she was badass. So they'd have to play like that, I think, to 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 make it in. Yeah, uh, Brittany Griner could have beat up some people too. I'm, <laughs> she's bigger than most centers in the NBA right now. No kidding, that's yeah. true. She's yeah, she could she could like manhandle the Houston Rockets right now. Oh, they have yeah. no center. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say she'd walk all over the Warriors. No problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Um, that. Speaking of NBA, Patrick Ewing is recovering at home after testing positive for the Rona. Oh, shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. He got dunked on by the Rona, That's too? right. <laughs> this is crazy. Poor Pat. Rona posterized him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rona Poor took Ewing. him to the hole. Patrick Chewing. <laughs> Patrick Chewing. Uh, and this was a good story I read today. Charles Barkley played a drunk game. And I was like, only one? Okay. Yeah, I know. I didn't <laughs> say that. Uh, when NBA great Charles Barkley was on the 76ers during, his, during the 1992 season, he said his agent told him that by the end of the day, he would be a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yeah. The Sixers, however, blocked or backed out of the deal, and Barkley said he ended up playing that night drunk <laughs> after consuming alcohol all day in celebration of what he thought was an impending <laughs> trade. He says, my agent calls me one morning and says, hey, you're going to be traded to the Lakers today. And me and my friends, we go out and celebrate and get drunk about noon. Barkley said, I'm on cloud nine. He calls me back three hours later. It's like 3.30 now. He says, the Sixers backed out of the deal, and I'm drunk as fuck, and we got a game that night. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, the Sixers were scared to pull the trigger. And I said, you're kidding me, dude. We got a game tonight, and I've been drinking since noon. He (laughs) He goes on to say, the one thing that's funny, I don't even know how I played that night. I think I might have played bad because I was so angry the Sixers didn't pull the trigger, and then it was just suffering the next two or three years. Uh, or he played bad because he was hammered. 
Could be. And then they punished him and sent him to the Suns. Yeah, that was worse than staying on the Sixers. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. I think I heard him tell that story maybe a couple of years back, actually, on oh, TNT. Really? Yeah, but um, I thought you know, it, it was the Lakers that pulled out only because that would be the reason why he's like so pissed off at the Lakers all the fucking time and he's always talking shit about them. But uh, no, I guess it was the Sixers that pulled out. So come on, what's the deal, Charles? What, yeah. are you, what are you hitting on the Lakers for all the time? It's ridiculous. I guess he's just a dick. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Though who God knows what it. he's saying? You can't understand a word anyway. It's, yeah, it's hard to hear. Oh, uh, let, me t- let me tell you something. Yeah, it's terrible. If the headline had said Charles Barkley was sober for one game, I'd more believe that than he was yeah. drunk for only one game. Yeah, between him and Shaq, it's just like everyone's chewing marbles. Oh, over there. please. Please. <laughs> Give me a translator. Yeah. Yeah, he probably thought he was okay because he ate like probably two large pizzas. He's like, oh, yeah, it's going to sop it up. I'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> this pizza is terrible. <laughs> that's it for sports. Old timey word of the week. To shoot the cat, to shoot the cat, which means uh, to vomit from excess of liquor. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, you get a little too fucked up and you shoot the cat. Shoot the cat. Yes, indeed. Oh, damn. Right? I hadn't heard that love one it. before. I, I love that one. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> yes. Talking. That's going up there. That's in the Mount Rushmore, but Bubs is obviously George Washington. Right. But shoot the cats up there. That's a good Automatic. One. Yeah, because you could be like, yeah, man, we partied hard last night. I was drinking whiskey the whole time. Shot the cat. Yeah. And you can just like brush right by it and like no one's yeah. going to be like, but then, then that creates stories because like, wait, you shot the cat? Is this animal abuse? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Peter Bill all over him. I like it. I th- first ballot MVP uh, <laughs> phrase right there. It's that is a good be. one. Mm-hmm. That is a pretty good one. Uh, all right. Well, we got beer of the week and some booze news. But first, I'd like to tell you what I'm drinking over here. Love that NBA jam. Hell yeah. All right. He's so th- heating up. <laughs> I'm about to be on fire. This one comes to me uh, from my friend on the gram, Wendy, a.k.a. Brewpug SC on the gram and former Beer Baby of the Week. This is Charlestown Fermentary. It's their Extra Sunny Double IPA. 8.2%. No IBUs were listed. Has a 424 on Untapped and a 91 on Beer Advocate. And this is the one that Scott should have read. An amplified take on our Sungazer IPA. That's I it. like it. Yeah. It's a nice long description. Oh, man. I got to get up on that Instagram, dude. You guys are like getting beer and shit. Like, I got to be a part of this. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. We're trading beers like crazy. Oh, my God. So this is a double, and it's got a little bit of haze to it. And I tell you, it does not drink like 8.2%. It's got a little maltiness, but a lot of citrus. And it's just a real light, easy drinker. Like, if you just handed it to me and said, hey, we think the percentage on that is, I'd be like, I don't know, five and a half tops. 8.2. Yeah. Even looking at it, like it's got a real like light color to it, yeah. which makes me yeah, it suggests like oh, easy drinker. 8.2. Fuck, man. Yeah, it looks like it. It tastes like it, but it's a little wow. dangeroso. <laughs> dangeroso. I'll have to check your uh Google Translate on that one. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Google swore to me. Swore to me. Woo. <laughs> Words are getting hard. It's 8.2. Yeah, I bet. Uh, so oh, this man. is a tasty one. This is the first one I've ever had from uh, Charles. What was it? Sorry, <laughs> Charles Town Fermentary. That's a big word there. So uh, thank you very much to Wendy at Brew Pug SC on the gram. Give her a follow and go check out Charles Town Fermentary while you're at it over there on the East Coast. It's tasty. All yeah. Right. So when I when I join Instagram, I'm thinking my handle should be 
uh chico malo 69 or uh <laughs> bad <guy>? thought magnet 69 <laughs> what's the thought magnet from <laughs> i don't know just thought man isn't it like a thought like a uh internet hole or something like that oh i don't know oh man how am i more on top I of this thought? than you i guess you're on the dark webs more than i am <laughs> the dark <laughs> oh man you, yeah that's that's some shady shit right there the dark webs i like chico malo though <laughs> okay it's i very, might have to roll with it it's very razor ramon of you <laughs> oh it is yeah. chico hey, the yo. bad guy that's right hey, yo <laughs> take some surveys it'll be great <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right uh before we get on to our booze news let's check in with our beer babe of the week oh yeah This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Her name is Nikki, and you can find her on the gram at nextpint.nikkic. Nextpint.nikkic, the dot in there. Uh, in this picture that I'm showing the gents, she's drinking one of the uh, other, or excuse me, all together collaborations with Other Half and All Relation Beer, which I had uh, one of theirs. Not that one, of course. A few weeks back on the show. But anyways, uh, give her a follow on the gram at nextpint.nikkic. I think you'll be glad you did. All right, let's fade out the music and do a little booze news here. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed. I alluded to this earlier in the show, but uh, another major cancellation with all this horrible rona shit gabf has officially canceled their in-person festival this year uh, For, oh man yeah first october fest now great american beer festival uh, everything's gonna be remote now man it is for the first time in the festival's nearly 40 year history the brewers association has canceled the 2020 edition of great american beer festival which was slated to take place september 24th through the 26th and will instead move the event to an immersive online experience from October 16th through the 17th. Ugh. Right? This marks the first cancellation of its kind for GABF, and while we're disappointed to not be gathering in Denver this fall, the health and safety of our attendees, brewers, volunteers, judges, and employees is and always has been our top priority. As the word is still as the world is still greatly affected by the spread of COVID-19, and we will continue and will continue to be affected for the foreseeable future. We must stay true to our priorities and pursue other ways to host GABF. Now, the interesting thing with it being online is beyond the whole part where you go there and you get ham skied from trying all this new great beer, um, they also do a competition where they, you know, it's like 7,000 beers are entered into competition. And so it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Are they going to like send samples out to uh, judges at home? Are they going to get them together in one location and have them try them? So, uh, very, wow. yeah, very interesting to see how they'll handle the, the judging part of oh, that man i wonder if the winner is going to have an asterisk next to the name yeah. it's the barry <laughs> bonds of beer competitions you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. the 99 spurs right <laughs> it's 2012 true. heat <laughs> whatever year it was that space jam happened yeah <laughs> it's like 90 yeah it, it sucks that's a big uh money thing for them it's a big money thing for the ba it's also a big money thing yeah. for denver the yeah. story goes on to say that 2019 edition of GABF generated an estimated $35.3 million in economic wow. impact for the city of Denver, according to Visit Denver data. So that's pretty insane. And I was really going to try and get tickets this year. I've never been to GABF, and uh, 
I know people and I got family out in Colorado. I'm like, we got to do it, man. This thing sounds awesome. And yeah, not I can get you it. some half price. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> for you, my friend, I get you half price. <laughs> you, you should get like a press pass for that shit, man. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if I could. You know, I used to have an actual press pass. You know what I'm saying? From from my work, not my current work, my last job. Oh, I had, I had like like I could go on the scene of like accidents where people died. I could flash my press pass and oh, get into that shit like the news people. Well, I don't yeah. know. You'd think we're like big enough deal that they would just like let us in. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe not for GABF. I've I've Ugh. I've used us for some other things, but uh, GABF might be a little too big for us. Even yeah. surprising. I think we gotta start knocking on the door this year and see what happens. Come on, knock on my door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're three people. Yeah, three's company. That's you know? true. Yeah. You you rebrand. That's right. Yeah. If we go knock on people's door, they're going to be like, uh, get the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> dirty, Rona ridden fucks. Oh. Police will come out. You guys again? Yeah. Come Uh-oh. on, drunks. What else? Oh, so this is kind of interesting. Expiring craft beer gets a transformation. So in Japan, uh, the short of it is there's a distillery that has figured out how to make gin out of expiring craft beer. It's alive. <laughs> it's alive. This distillery is taking craft beer from breweries that is about to go bad because it's been sitting so long due to the Rona. They're distilling it down into gin and then giving it back to the breweries at you know, a low, low price. That I think that's only, cool. Only charging delivery fee. And the nice thing about that is gin is very shelf stable and will last for years. So they're not having to dump all this product. Right. So it's kind of a cool thing to do to uh, not have to waste a bunch of money. That's some beer science right there. That is some beer science. Maybe we should distill some beer into some gin. You know what I'm saying? And then bump that song. Beer science. (laughs) From a bottle, from a bottle, from a can. Why don't people understand my inebriation? All right, enough of that. Uh, Deschutes <laughs> is doing a good thing. They're not only releasing their version of the Altogether beer, but they're also releasing a beer called Virtual Beer Hug to support the World Central Kitchen, and that supports uh, you know food service industry workers. So a, a fairly big brewery doing a good thing to uh, help support people that are out of work right now. Yep. Due to the road. People need, yeah, we need money. I was thinking about this the other day, like... A lot of our stories are, even if they're not directly Rona-related, like they're indirectly Rona-related, like people are making beers to support people who lost their jobs due to the Rona. Imagine going back and listening to the show in like three years, like, fuck, that time sucked. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, I, I was passing by a park with my dad earlier. I'm like, dude, like, look, it's all like roped off with caution tape. It looks like fucking Judgment Day out here from Terminator, <laughs> man. Like, what the fuck? All we need is the skulls all over the fucking park. Yeah. And it's complete. 2020 was a real dumpster fire. It's unbelievable, yeah, no man. It's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, and speaking, I of actually dumps- saw a traffic jam today. Oh, did you? What yeah. the? F- yeah, I, I got it. I forgot what those were. I know, thank but- God is on the other side of the freeway. I I wasn't involved in it. I've been mad, but uh, that happened to me last like, week. Wow. I was driving home and from downtown LA, and usually with no traffic now, it's been taking me 45 minutes, and it took five extra minutes when normally it would take me at least <laughs> an hour and a half. And I was like, what is this garbage? <laughs> fuckers yeah. i'm like what 50 is, what, minutes what are these line of cars stopped on the freeway and yeah. not moving what is going on oh that's a traffic jam yeah. i remember those i think this is a fucking parking lot <laughs> uh and then finally a drunk man was rescued on the blue river after passing out louisville kentucky uh conservation officers and authorities in crawford county 
Uh, Indiana. Oh, the story's out of Kentucky, but it happened in Indiana. It said they likely saved a drunk man's life Sunday on the Blue River after they said he passed out in a raft with a bottle of rum in his lap and went nearly uh, went nearly went over the Milltown Dam. The man in his bottle of Damn. rum <laughs> floated. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. More than seven <laughs> miles down the flooded Blue River. Conservation officers Neil Brewington, that's a great name, and Jim Shrek <laughs> found the Shrek, man. <laughs> Shrek and Brewington. I got a crap on deck that can choke a donkey. <laughs> uh, Mike Myers, but wrong movie, yes. <laughs> yeah. Same voice. Same voice, yeah. <laughs> uh, they found the man on the river, but were unable to reach him with throw bags. The officers, uh, to no avail, tried waking him up by yelling at him and blowing a whistle from the bank. Meanwhile, authorities said the man's raft continued to float closer to the boiling Milltown Dam. Brewington and Shrek set up a tagline across the river, while conservation officers Dennis Talley and Logan Hodges launched a boat into the river. Uh, the man eventually washed ashore a couple of miles above the dam. After a medical evaluation, officers arrested the man without incident on public intoxication. Anyways, moral of the story is uh, don't get hammered as you're floating down the Blue River, people. Unless you're going to go drinking with Shrek. That's true. <laughs> I want to hang out with Brewington. Yeah. Where the hell is Donkey? He could have yeah. helped out. Drunk people have layers. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, donkey. All right. Well, that's all I got. Anything else, gentlemen? Uh, I'm clean. Oh, God. I hope so. <laughs> I say it's time we wrap things up. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for drinking. Make sure you find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com on the socials, at theunfilteredgentleman. Uh, except for Twitter, at unfilteredgents. Don't forget to leave us a drunk voicemail. Drunk dial us, 805-538-BEER. It's 2337. And I think that is just about everything. Hopefully, we'll all be back in the same room soon enough. And uh, we won't have to deal with Mr. Laggy over there. Yeah, no kidding, Whatever man. his this name was crazy. last week. Yeah. Uh, Joe Lagson. Joe Lagson, exactly. (laughs) So anyways, hope everyone out there is staying uh, safe and extremely well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.